Hey, this is R Dub from Sunday Night Slow Jams, and you're listening to hashtag Dad Swag, the swaggiest place on earth for all fathers and father figures alike. And now, here's your host, my brother, JC. Yes, yes, and we are back. And it's been a long time since we've been able to go back to back like this, but we're here now. So thank you for tuning in to the Hashtag That's Why Podcast. And you heard it in the intro. I'm your host, JC, and as always, it is such a pleasure and a blessing to be here with you today. I hope you and the fam are well and blessed. I hope that you guys are in good health and in the best of spirits. But you know what Halloween means is the end of October, the beginning of November. That means... We are only two months. We are only two months left of this crazy, crazy year. And um, I will say this. I don't like to get political on my podcast or any of my social media platforms. But I will say this. God gave you two ears and a mouth. He gave you a brain. Go out there and vote. Don't vote because you've seen it in the media. Don't vote because... Of what your friends told you or your family's beliefs or whatever do your own research form your own opinions and go make a difference but that's all i have to say that's all i want to say um with that being said it's season one episode 15 and i think this is a really dope episode man as i was preparing this i realized a lot of things about myself and i realized a lot of things about other people in general and if you've been listening for a while now then you know that I always keep it 100 and the way I keep it 100 is to keep it transparent and allow myself to be vulnerable. So, here it goes. I'm insecure. There, I said it. I'm insecure. And let's get this out the way before you start pointing fingers and laughing. All men, some more than others, but all men have insecurities. How we deal with those insecurities, in my opinion is the difference between the alpha and beta male mentality. Now, I may be wrong, and I'm totally fine if you disagree with me. Hit me up anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, email, uh, whatever, and and get at me about it. Let me know what you think, and and not tell me why I'm wrong, but tell me why uh, you're right. But since this is my podcast, I'm just going to tell you how I feel. I feel like all insecurities come from your perception of failure. I also believe that there's a lot of you that are or were like me. You know, when people used to ask me, um, what's your worst fear? I used to say failure, thinking or knowing I was destined to be somebody. I was destined for greatness. I was destined for success. I felt like in order for me to succeed, I had to fear failure. And here's some more truth. Maybe I was answering that question that way because... I was trying to prove that I was capable of success and trying to convince other people that I was able to succeed. But then again, maybe I was answering the question that way because I wasn't trying to prove myself right. Because if I proved myself right, I'd be a failure. Maybe I was trying to convince myself 
that I was worthy. Because more times than not, when insecurities take over and doubt begins to overwhelm you, you feel less than worthy and more worthless. Or maybe I was just trying to do all three. But here's the truth. Answering it that way gave life to my idea of what my failures were. Answering it that way was naive. Had I known then what I know now, maybe my answer wouldn't have been failure. Maybe when someone asked me, what is your greatest fear? I would have said success. Sure, there's always going to be naysayers and hecklers and haters in any scenario. They're going to be there whether you succeed or whether you fail. But listen to this. When you fail, no one expects anything of you. It's when you succeed that real trouble comes along. When real temptation comes along. When real problems and trials and tribulations come along. It's when you succeed that your insecurities and shortcomings are exposed because the microscope you're under is bigger. Now, I've never been a hater. I think that's one of the weakest things you could ever be and I don't get down like that. But when you start a business, or in my case, when you start a podcast, insecurities will have you looking at your show and then comparing them to others. Like, I don't think I'll ever be that big, or I don't know how I could ever get that type of listenership, or I don't know how my Instagram or my Facebook could ever get that type of following. But let me make it a little more universal. Let me make it a little more personal. Money. Money is a big insecurity for a lot of people. And I think we can all agree. The insecurity surrounding money will have you comparing your lifestyle, your car, your house, your wife, your kids. You'll start looking at what other people have and you won't appreciate the blessings you do have. So let me ask you, with all these insecurities, what do we do? when these type of insecurities carry over into our fatherhood journey. Maybe you're the dad that won't be able to show your kid how to throw a curve or how to throw a perfect spiral. Or maybe you're like me and you're not able to tell your kid the difference between horsepower and torque or how to fix a carburetor, whatever the hell that is or wherever it goes in the vehicle. Maybe somewhere along your dad's swag journey you realize that you're not as athletic or you're not as car or tool savvy as other dads. Or maybe recently you said something out of pocket or you um, you took it too far or, you know, you reacted irrationally. Well, you know, that just means you're not as patient or as composed as other dads. Or maybe for the first time you're trying to figure out how to split time with your ex-wife or your girlfriend due to a failed marriage or a relationship, well, you're just not relationship material. You're just not as compatible as other dads. The point is this, no matter how hard, no matter how smart, no matter how tough, no matter how rich or poor, no matter how successful, how strong or weak, no matter how big the house is or how fly the car is, every one of us has experienced the feeling of failure. And a lot of us even feel the feeling of fraud. So again, I ask you, where do we go from here? Where do we go from this point when 
the feeling of insecurity and fraud manifests itself. What do we do? How can we confidently wear a shirt or accept a card that says, world's greatest father, when you look in the mirror and all you see is world's greatest failure? Well, I'm going to tell you. But before I continue and I start sharing the things that I'm learning and working on, let me say this. If any of what I said keeps you up at night, congratulations, my man, you're human. It happens. You're not alone. But also, if you're like me and these things keep you up at night because you're worried about how your insecurities have or will affect your children, or even worse, if they'll realize you're not really Superman, even though, as for me and my house, we are a Marvel family. I applaud you because you care. But as you sit there analyzing and wanting and striving to be better don't make the mistake thinking you could be perfect don't get me wrong you can always be and do better but you can never be perfect understand my man that shortcomings and deficiencies all come with being a man and a father expect the best from yourself yes but don't put so much pressure on yourself that you feel like you have to succeed and win every single time. And let me drop this on you. As long as you're a DILF, and not that kind of DILF, I'm talking about being a devoted, involved, loving father. As long as you're a DILF, your record as a dad will outweigh and outlast the times you come up short. So stop keeping receipts. Stop keeping record. Because you're the only one doing it. Now, I've never been to an AA meeting or anything like that, but anytime I've seen it, on TV or in the movies, they always have that one person that stands up, states their name, and then admits that they have an issue. As cliche or insignificant as that may seem to some of you, you really have to stand back and look at that and applaud it because they're doing something that a lot of us have yet to do or refuse to do. One, not only are they admitting that they have a problem, but they're showing transparency, they're showing vulnerability, They're taking responsibility. That for me personally, I have a problem with in my own life. And you wouldn't think that by my podcast because I always talk about transparency. But in my life, sometimes I struggle with that type of transparency. And when it comes to my fatherhood and my marriage especially, transparency isn't about me just saying what I need to say and being unfiltered about it. No, transparency is me admitting there's an issue or there's a problem is me admitting that I made a mistake and furthermore and most importantly saying I'm sorry and as my boys get older and they're they're able to comprehend and understand the things that I say and do and they're able to keep me accountable and call me out on my actions I'm realizing more and more that it is imperative that they see me being a man of dignity and honor it's imperative that they see me being a man of integrity and respect it's imperative that they see me admit my shortcomings and own my mistakes and most of all apologize like a real man but there's another thing that comes with an apology it's asking for forgiveness they should go hand in hand but often they don't 
but asking for forgiveness like a man should. And it's definitely no excuse, but insecurity is definitely a factor in not being able to follow through with this. And this is an area in my life that I realize I need to get better. I read somewhere that it's a gift to our children as fathers when we can demonstrate a cold comeback game. And I believe that in some scenarios, not all, but in some scenarios, it's okay to let your kids see you sweat a little bit. It's okay to let them see you struggle a little bit because when you succeed, when you hit that target, when you hit that mark, when you reach that goal, they can appreciate what it took for you to get there. And at an early age, you're instilling in them mental strength, emotional security, resilience, strong character. And for a quick second, let me step out of parenting and focus on um, my people who are in a relationship or married. There's times in my, my marriage that I don't do the things that I just suggested we should do. There's times that I give a grade A championship level silent treatment and I shut down completely. And oftentimes I blame it on needing to take a break and calm down or collect my thoughts. But after the time has passed and after the thoughts have been collected, I never or rarely bring it back up again, let alone apologize after the issue has calmed down. Like, why would I bring it back up? <laughs> like, why would I want to rehash this if the moment has passed? I don't want to deal with it. I'd rather just sweep it under the rug. But then after all is said and done, and we've gone through this long, drawn-out process, I end up feeling like a failure, like I failed my wife. And then now jumping back into parenting and my marriage, I feel like if I don't deal with the situation, then it'll go away. And when it does go away, I feel worse than when I was in the situation. And then that leads to more insecurity and more feeling of failure and more feeling of fraud. So now, here's where we grow together. I'm giving you advice that I know I should take myself. Deal with the problems. If you are the type that needs to take a break to calm down because you don't want to say something or do something irrational, that's fine. But deal with the problem. Address it. Let your wife, let your kids know that you love them and you care about them enough that you're going to deal with this and get over it the right way together, no matter how good, bad, or indifferent the situation may be. Another thing that I want to bring up that may hurt some feelings, but it needs to be said is, Self-pity. Man, self-pity creates bad posture. And what I mean by that, it creates a posture of helplessness and self-indulgence. I feel like the ultimate character trait of a beta male mindset is self-pity. It's when you're too busy asking, why me? Instead of asking, what can I do about it now that I'm here? Getting yourself out of the pit instead of wondering why you're in the pit. And we're all human. We all fall victim to it. But how much you fall victim to it, how much you allow yourself to indulge in self-pity, is completely up to you. So how is self-pity and self-indulgence relevant to failure? Well, for me personally, I feel like when self-pity sets in, the true process of failure begins. Trying and not succeeding isn't failure. Trying, not succeeding, and then giving up. For me, that's failure. And as a dad, you don't fail because of your shortcomings. You fail because you stop coming. And as a dad, you don't fail because you gave it all. You fail because you gave it all up. And a lot of you guys know my situation with the injury and all that. I won't go into 
that whole spill again. But something I've learned in that is what defines you? That's going to help you with your insecurities and your feeling of failure and fraud. What defines you? Who you are versus what you are or even what you do. You're good with a set of power tools? Dope. That's not who you are. You can pull apart a vehicle and put it back together again like Dominic Toretto. That's what's up. But that's not who you are. You may be a hard worker, the breadwinner, the head of household. Awesome. But that's not who you are. I said in the beginning, who you are is a DILF, devoted, involved, loving father. And for my married guys, add husband to that. That's who you are first. Everything else is secondary. Everything else is just decoration. You want to get rid of some insecurity in your life? Make sure you know exactly who and what defines you. And I saved this one for last because I end every show with this concept. You know why I say iron sharpens iron? Because I want you guys to know you're not alone. Because it's lonely. It's a lonely feeling when you feel like a failure. It's a lonely feeling to be submerged in shame. It's a lonely feeling to feel like a fraud. And if you're anything like me, you're your own worst critic. So it's safe to say that the heat that you feel... It's not coming from anyone else but you. So I say this with love. When all these feelings set in, stop being a selfish coward and pulling away from the people that love you because in your own mind you feel like that's how they perceive you. Instead, pull closer to them. Because when it comes to being a dad, and when it comes to being a husband, when it comes to being the man of the house, here's a cold hard fact. When you start feeling self-pity, when you start feeling like a fraud, when you start feeling like a failure, when all that crazy turmoil is going on inside you, I'm sorry, man, but your family still needs you. That's probably one of the hardest things about being the man of the house sometimes is we still got to press on. Our kids still need us despite what we feel or don't feel about ourselves on the inside. And everything I said here today, all of these components... They can keep you grounded when that feeling of insecurity strikes and you feel like a failure as a dad or as a man. These emotions and these feelings can be so strong at times that you may feel like throwing in the towel and retreating. But man to man, brother to brother, father to father, that ain't it, champ. Don't do it. I need you to believe that there is so much more to you than your momentary setback. I need you to believe you got this because I believe it. I believe in you, but I can't do the work for you. I'll leave you with this. Thomas Edison said, I did not fail. I just figured out 10,000 ways that didn't work. But he did create the light bulb, so obviously he found that one way that did work eventually because he didn't stop trying. So I'm encouraging you guys, man. Keep trying. And if there's ever a time where you feel like trying or your best isn't good enough, then look down below. Build your community. Put men around you that's going to love you, uplift you, and empower you and tell you that you are good enough. And when insecurity and doubt and fear and failure strike, 
you can pull strength from your brothers. That's what this is all about. That's why I started hashtag Daswag. And that's why I always say at the end of every show, remember that iron sharpens iron. Until next time, love and blessings to you and yours from me and mine.